0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is
1: BELIEVE. Hi, I'm Uriel Dunley and this is the K-12 Athlete. Go,
0: go, go, go,
1: go, More time, money, and effort into their kids' sports than education. Can sports help your child academically? Or should education always be the priority? Yes, you've guessed it. Today's topic is going to be education versus sports. So I want to start off by um, basically going through something I, I read on, through on the internet the other day, which is from someone called George A. Sheehan who was a physician, senior athlete, and author best known for his writings about the sport of running. And he said, sport is an essential element of education. Now, I personally feel that it is. Um, I've, I And I go by just seeing my own children and how they are. Um, but I do believe that there are a lot of parents out there who believe basically that education should always come first and that we as a society put so much time and effort into sports that basically, you know, our kids do suffer academically. Um, Now, throughout this pandemic, I have to say my kids, you know, they they were basically lived a sheltered life at home. Um, But I did notice that when the kids are at home and there's nothing, there's no sports to do, et cetera, you know, they tend to be a little bit more lethargic. um, They don't concentrate as much, et cetera. And overall, you know, there is a big difference there. Now, basically coming from England. In England, education is first and foremost. Any kind of sports that the children did was very limited. It would be like maybe once a week, etc. But over here, when it comes to the sports, I've noticed that there are so many families, including ourselves, who spend a lot of time and effort into, you know, making sure that I suppose really that our children are rounded as we see it and certainly for our family sports plays a big part in that. Um, Now I want to ask my husband Craig who's with me today uh, what is your thought on this? What do you think? How important because obviously we have different um, opinions on things and a lot of time we argue about sports etc. For me it is very important but education always always comes first whereas I mean like what is your take on that?
0: Well, uh, for me, it goes hand in hand. I, I find that sports and education are the same, are one and the same. I think uh, so many things you learn from sports applies to school, and vice versa. And again, like you mentioned, for a well-rounded person, but people, you know, learn hard work through through sports. They learn um, teamwork. They learn stuff that you can later use in life in the business world. You know, stuff you know help them advance them when they have certain things to do in work and they want to. Go out there and do, give their best and do their best. That's something that is also learned from sports. When even recently, speaking with a uh, <clears throat> with our son about um, a class project, and he felt he was concerned that the other person wasn't going, doing as much work. And I basically said to him, I "Was like, well, sometimes you got to carry another person. You got to put them on your back and carry them, just like if you were on a weak team and you and and you felt that you had to go out and give it extra to make up for what the the lack on the uh, the rest of your team." applies in the same way. You got to carry them. And 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 I think you and he understood that and I thought that was kind of a an interesting take. But but ultimately it's athletes can be great students and students can be great athletes.
1: Okay, so I'm going to play devil's advocate here. Personally, I believe that you can play sports, you know, you can go out there, you can do whatever you need to do, be the best athlete, etc. Um, but when you're 50 or 60 years old, you know, you may not be playing anything. You may be just going for a brisk job. Whereas with education, it's something that you take with you always. You're constantly growing academically. It's something that what you learn today, hopefully, um, you know, is going to see you through life. I mean, and I and I feel like, oh, that there's a lot of people out there who who feel the same way as i do that you know sports is something that is important but it shouldn't take over you know the kids life or even the parents lives
0: i think that goes more with taking up the time of the of these kids but ultimately they're the same thing sports and education i mean they go they go together i mean i think kids who are, do no sports and just education are going to be are missing out socially from the movies and everything popular kids are usually athletic kids they also, there's, there's science to saying athletic kids are better looking. I mean, the face of a quarterback. They say they actually literally have a the kid on the playground is the best looking kid. They go, you're going to play quarterback, and then that kid always plays quarterback, and then the next thing you know, That's they're crazy. a quarterback, and it's called the face of a quarterback. So the truth to me is like when you're 50 years old and you used to be an athlete, there's a lot of things that you can do to change your life. I mean, I remember what, I think it was the first or second season of The Biggest Loser, a bunch of these 300 pounders, and the guy, the person who won was like a collegiate wrestler. So as soon as it came down to like, you have to lose weight, put in the work, work hard, have some um, work ethic, but also have willpower, that guy, he won because he had, and I knew it this, as soon as the show starts, like that guy's going to win because he, he has the pedigree and you, and you, and and that's what you take with you your whole life, no matter what you do professionally, which most likely is not going to be sports.
1: Right. But, but there are also children out there. There are kids out there who are good academically um, and who, you know, for instance, are not great athletes. Do you think it's it's fair that, you know, f- for them that they sometimes get overseen? For, to give an example, like, you know, with, with the high schools, etc., you have all these parades for the, the, I don't know, the varsity lacrosse team or the varsity, you know, soccer team, or whatever it is, but you don't have everyone gathering to around all the bands etc for instance for for the kids who, you know, are are on the debate team, for instance, but they put in just as much time and effort as the athletes do, but no one comes around for them like banging drums, et cetera. I mean, I'm just saying that if you're a parent for one of those kids or if you're one of those kids, it's like, hey, hold on a second. I've just spent like the past however many years doing all of this and I'm a great student, but, and you've got somebody else who's out there who's, you know, may not be as academic, but everyone's, you know, blowing trumpets for them. That's kind of crazy for me i I
0: don't know about that because I think that's also what we're we're told or shown if a debate team or a math lead or whatever wins the state championship they're getting a parade you know they're gonna get they'll get something maybe in school but you know they'll get some sort of publicity and I know personally i I follow like our school district on social media and I see all the kids that win awards for for many different things so i mean they are getting highlighted it just comes down to a cultural thing when it comes to the sports stuff usually it's it's part of a school spirit thing that happens helps in other ways with these kids' education, it gives them something to care about, gives them, and also motivates. So I'm not sure if that's just uh, media coverage or if it's saying that culturally through films and things that we see or or basically the stuff that gets most publicized is usually sports related. But I think on these, your first question about smart kids who don't excel in sports is a tough situation because I don't know how far you can push a kid who isn't good until you're actually affecting their self-esteem. So I think what, what what everyone needs to do is instead of eliminating any sort of competition or or whatever from from the, that student's life, they should find another way. And like you said before, debate teams, math teams, robotics teams. There's a lot of programs out there, and you can be a very very well-rounded person who who learns hard work and work ethic through through lots of things. And I think it's just a matter of staying involved and having having some sort of community to to, to be involved.
1: Right now. I've heard it said that a healthy brain lives in a healthy body. But do you think there are parents out there, I I believe this, but do you think that there are parents out there who take it to the extreme? Us, for instance, I mean, our kids play a lot of sports, but they want to and they enjoy it. And we love basically, you know, going there and cheering them on, etc. But do you think that's occasions where, for instance, like I feel like there are parents whose kids you know, do multiple sports, etc., but the kids, you know, maybe not excelling academically or even just, you know, not even at par with the other students, do you not think that maybe if those kids, rather than having to play multiple sports, etc., maybe, you know, pay for a tutor, etc.? Because that's the other thing is I feel that there are so many kids who who's kind, you see out there who are not great athletes and then, you know, maybe not excelling academically, etc., me personally, I would rather put my money in a tutor for a child than you know, paying for private lessons in whatever the sport may be.
0: Well, again, a lot of stuff I see, again, in, in social media is usually usually parades around the student-athletes and well-rounded academically. So I don't get to see as much of the other side. What I do believe, what you just said, if, if you're paying money for trainers for any sport and your child is struggling academically, then you're messed up because you need to put the same effort towards that. I'm not a fan of like if you're really good at sports but not good at academic academics like and you just keep pushing the sports side as like well at least they got the sports because again we all know that point zero whatever percent zero one percent are gonna financially succeed in sports so you're gonna have to have something else so academic is always more important in that sense but. If you yeah, if you're investing that kind of time and money into 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 some sort of a sports sports training and and there's and you're the students struggling academically, then you yeah, your priorities are all over the place because you need to make sure that that you're giving equal to that, and and in some cases that should be more important.
1: And and I think just going back from what you just said i think that a lot of the times when that happens i believe that there are parents out there who are trying to live vicariously through their kids and who think that you know okay i was a, uh, i was a great athlete or maybe i hope uh, i wish i could have been a great athlete and now they kind of like want their kids you know to excel as athletes and i think that sometimes that just just doesn't happen now with regards to that 1% that you were talking about, I think a lot of parents out there still believe that, you know, their kids are going to be that 1% that, you know, get a scholarship, et cetera. And it's kind of crazy because, you know, that 1%, you know, if you do get a scholarship, the money that you spend towards sports, the training, the et cetera, et cetera, you know, you could actually put that towards the education.
0: Right. Again, but this goes back to what we talked about before, all this time and effort putting into sports now if they're a smart student and they're gaining scholarships to go to higher learning education, then it was worth it because it's going to help them. It helped open that door to get into that school or maybe made them better at their academics. Again, I think sports helps to study harder, work harder, and push yourself. I wanted to mention before what I was talking about, There's a student that I knew of that went, I think I might've mentioned him before, went on to an Ivy League school uh, and the father would drive all over to, to have him uh, take lessons for his, for his sports. And he was one of the best around. And But the father at the same time had a Spanish tutor, had a math, had tutors for his kids on the other time. So he just, that father diversified everything for that child. And he ended up going to an Ivy League school. and, and, And I would assume at this point, he, you know, lots of success. And yes, the sports helped him there. But that father never let up on the academic side. Yes, the sport got him, probably got him more noticed and got him a better chance of getting into that college. But you still got to have those academics to get into that college that he went to. And he did because the father never let up on that. And also, as we talk about, you hear all the times about these, you know, American football players or whatever, basketball players that may be struggling academically. And then they're they're in college and you're like, how did they get here? And how did this, that, and the other? They all have tutors. Right. The the schools, I mean, if you're a division one athlete, you're getting tutors to help you you know because you have to maintain a certain grade point average you have to have all that and and then i'm sure that parents and 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 mentors and everyone involved in their that child's life in high school is doing the same thing to try to help to the, help them get to that next level because you do have to have there are requirements academically so nobody should ever let up on that
1: now going back to the fact that you know in in england and in europe um sports are you know that's that's kind of like secondary when it comes to you know, trying to get into colleges and stuff like that. And I think just in general, growing up in England, I mean, even last year, when when the kids and I were over there in England, it was a case of, you know, you go to school, you come back home, you do your homework, and then you, you go play for a little bit. And that said, organized sports are definitely getting bigger. But it's not nearly as crazy as it is, over here, and certainly, maybe it's just where we live. But it's, it's, you know, that there are pockets of places where it's absolutely like beyond crazy. And I'm just thinking, like, if you're in Europe and anywhere in Europe, and you come over here, your first thought is these Americans are crazy because the kids do so much. Back in Europe, you know, you go to college and. And they still succeed. So we kind of find it sometimes like, you know, you're, it's a waste of money. And I don't mean it to be negative, but, you know, it's kind of like it's excessive amount that people spend to try and make their kids whole, you know. Well,
0: it's definitely a luxury, without a doubt. Yeah, no, it's everywhere because America is a, um, a very competitive country. I mean, that's why we're the tops in most <sighs> o- most Olympic stuff. And we like to keep it that way. And we're very... A very, very, very competitive culture here. And um, it's also big money. So marketing plays, there's a lot of other factors into it. So people want you to uh, have your kids do all that stuff. I mean, I I wish it wasn't the way it is. I wish there weren't two practices a week for one sport. I believe in kids playing as many sports as they can to grow themselves and enjoy the games. You never know what they want. You don't want to pick sports for the kids, which 90% of the time is probably what happens you know, your kids just sort of really, really enjoy it and it becomes an investment. And as I used to say when everyone was, oh, kids are so expensive. I was like, when they're little, they're not expensive. And then you get to the point, where you're like, all right, I just start spending, stop buying stuff for myself, spend it on the kids. Now you start getting, they're getting older and you're like, wow, these kids are getting expensive because because right. we have, to because these luxuries that they have here are, uh, are, are luxuries.
1: Right, so, I mean, at the end of the day, are we crazy? Because I think we probably are. I mean, are we crazy for spending all, us and, Again, we, Other families. We, we, I
0: think we talk about this all the time on this podcast because it's a it's it's a weird dilemma. But I mean, no, we're not because mm-hmm. this, I guess, where we chose to live and how we chose to live. You know, again, I think the prices of things from everywhere is 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 insane for stuff. I mean, you see it in everything, every everything. You, when you want something, it's always going to cost you a lot of money. I would I, I sometimes have a limit of like what I would spend on like different programs for the kids or different different travel teams. And, and you're kind of like, man, I can't believe that's the price. And you know you're, like i said you're kind of stuck because uh, you know the prices are a little extreme but th- this is what it is
1: what's that thing that you always say fm fmo uh,
0: yeah, fomo yeah fear of missing FOMO, out
1: fomo that's it we have we have fomo um okay so so oh, yeah but, definitely i mean i
0: mean when you, you have a kid who is doing really well and then you know that there's programs out there that are like wow but they're really expensive but you know it'll get them to the next level like you, you scratch your head and we go through that, and, and I just keep telling myself the one thing that, that keeps me grounded is I keep saying, if you do that, you might not be able to do any other activities slash other sports. And I'm just, I just think that's insane. So, I, I, a lot of times, the, the price isn't even the part that scares me. It's the, uh, it's the time commitment.
1: The time commitment, exactly. Time that they could be spending on education. I think that's what this, the topic was supposed to be education, mm-hmm. but we kind of like always go around and we come back to talking about money and FOMO, et cetera. Well, I, think, I
0: think because our kids actually, do, do well in school and we and we know and they know that's still the number one priority right and we know deep down if they had a a test or or a lot of homework or or something that they had to work on like i would say well you're not going to practice right that's that comes first that hasn't happened yet but that's still the attitude we have we all know and they know that school comes first and i think the best thing one of the things that i always could commend you for and would tell all parents get in the habit of creating routine right away from the youngest age possible. So the fact that these kids come home from school and the first thing they do is their homework, like it's still part of their 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 work day, as I like to call it. Right. Then they go to their activity, which you know usually is sports related, but not always. And then that's um that's all part of their
1: their long day. Right. You know? Yeah, and everyone knows about eating chicken nuggets and fries in the car because that's what happens when you take your kids to sports. Um, okay, I think that's about it. We've, we've uh, run out of time now. So um, thank you to my husband, Craig, for coming and putting his pennies worth in. Always a pleasure. And thank you to everyone else. Take care. Bye-bye. <laughs>